You're listening to WLRS Crypto Radio. We are not financial advisors. The content on this podcast and any YouTube videos are for educational and entertainment purposes only. The views and opinions of advertisers, sponsors, and guests do not constitute those of WLRS Radio or constitute financial advice. We urge you to make the best financial decision that suits your needs. Conduct your own research and seek the advice of a licensed financial advisor when needed. Know that all investments involve some form of risk, and there is no guarantee that you will be successful with your investments. There is no guarantee that you won't experience significant loss when investing. This is The Macro Show, with your hosts, David, Dylan, and Austin. Join us as they cover the macro landscape of crypto. Welcome back to the weekly macro show on WLRS Crypto Radio. It's another week, and that means it's time for more coverage of the news making the biggest waves. I'm David, and I'm here once again with Austin and Dylan to talk this week's biggest stories. Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? I'm good. I wore a cowboy hat earlier. Sorry. Yeah. Dylan really got back to his roots, and uh, I'm just here, you know? Just living uh, your best life? I'm living my best life. You're not lying, Dave. I'm going to be honest here. Talk about the macro news. You're going to have to speak up a bit, Austin. Your your level's a little low. Well, I was talking low. I was go. My levels were actually low there, Dave. Sometimes <laughs> I don't scream, okay? Well, listen, and that's okay. They, they can't hear you. <laughs> I know it's the macro show, but I also know that Austin just had some delicious steak. Austin, do you want to talk about your steak? Yeah, man. My family complains about it every time I cook it. Um, <laughs> what do you put on it? You know, What's steak your season. Whatever I got in the, whatever you got, <laughs> whatever I got, I just start tossing shit on there. Some like Italian seasoning, some basil <laughs> and shit, oregano. <laughs> I, put, I put you know, oregano on my steak. Mm, what's that? No, I Pro- use like um. I mean, I just use normally just salt and pepper and like one or two other seasonings. I don't overload it, and then I just. I know some people like to marinate it in Worcestershire. How do you say Worcestershire, Dave? It's uh, Worcestershire. Worcestershire. <laughs> How do you, What's how do you actually say it? Wash your sister. Worcestershire. <laughs> it's Worcestershire. Wash your sister sauce. Or but chest. honestly, who fucking came up with that word? Worcestershire. Uh, I had about a pound and a half steak ribeye, and it oh, was ribeye's good. It was like fourteen dollars and thirty cents. So nice. That's not anyway. bad. That's not bad. Anyone's tracking the meat prices? That's yeah. That's, that's not. That's pretty good. Now that those, we tricked now our entire those, audience into thinking this is a crypto podcast, so it's not. It's not. I got a story to tell. Uh oh. I ordered a new bed for my child because her cat destroyed the other one. Uh, <laughs> and I went to put it together, and two of the poles uh, for the bed frame aren't long. They're not the same length, and they're not machined right. One of the poles is too long, and it doesn't have the holes in the right spots. Um, uh, so I went to go find the phone number to call and be like, yo, just send me another C pole, you know, because this one's fucked. Mm-hmm. It, they don't have a number. They're like, you send us an email. We'll get back to you in 24 hours and resolve your problem. Don't go to Amazon. And I was like, all right, I'll give you a shot. Send the email. Then my wife finds a phone number listed for them on Google, uh, like Google Businesses. Mm-hmm. I call that number, and it's like your standard, like, press one to continue, you know? 
And then it was like, congratulations, you've won a $100 gift card. Press two to like go to that, right? I'm like, all right, I'll go to two. I know this is a scam, but I'm going to go to it anyway. <laughs> and like immediately there's this lady and like I like I just know I'm going to play like super dumb with her. And she's like, you know, you just selected our thing and you're going to win our promotion and we're going to give you a $100 gift card that you can use on Amazon or Walmart or Target or wherever you like, restaurants. And I'm like, that's awesome. Uh, like, uh, I uh, got the wrong part for my bed item number and I just listed off this massive serial number for my bed. And then she's like, this is, uh, this is like uh, on point, you know, prizes. And I'm like, yep, yep, yep. So what happened was the C pole is like too long. I just kept going on, like ignoring everything she said. And then she was <laughs> like, um, all right, well, you need to, you need to call back and like go through the thing again. And I was like, okay. So I hang up, call back, do the thing again. Excuse me. Whew. It's a long winded story. Um, I get this like super stern guy on the phone this time. And he's like, hello, who's calling? And I'm like, it's Dave. And he's like, Dave who? And I'm like, yeah, so my C poll uh, isn't right, you know, for the bed that I ordered. And I listed off the serial number again. And he's like, what's your last name? And I'm like, why do you need my last name? Because I need it. I'm like, I don't need it. Like, you don't, I don't think you need it. <laughs> you know, didn't ask for an order number or anything. And then... Uh, you know, he asked a bunch of times. I was like, yeah, I don't think you need it. I'm not going to give it to you. He's like, I need your last name. So I just um, said my last name was the name of the uh, the company that was supposed to be the furniture company. And I, he hung up on me immediately. So, like, he knew what was going on. Because, like, the name of their company kind of sounds like an Italian last name. So there's no way he would have known that was fake unless he knew that that was their fake-ass company. So... Right. Um, I just went straight to Amazon, and they were like, yeah, we'll send you another bed. Don't even worry Jesus about the other bed. So I was like, fuck you guys. Taking the bed. Whew. I gotta get a drink. How's that fi- how does that make you feel? I'm all man? heated. Uh, heated? Yeah. <laughs> you got steamed up, huh? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. like, my kid needs a bed, you know? Yeah. And Very you're kidding. ready to... You're ready to tear down the entire furniture ecosystem to that's, find you a seat bar that's right just leave a seat bar that's all i wanted i don't want a whole new bed i really don't i just want another seat pole that's machined correctly is it that's too it. much to ask especially you should have, you should have a 3d printer mm. yeah well i don't yeah if you sponsor wlrs radio i might be able to afford one true uh, you can send sponsorship requests to wlrsradioinfo at uh, gmail.com and guys before we uh, get started on the news I just got a little piece of breaking news to come across my screen uh, viewers viewers will most certainly hear about this tomorrow when they wake up or listen to the show but as of right now Elon Musk now in charge of Twitter previous CEO and CFO have left sources are telling us Oof. I so. thought that was already a thing I guess I'm not, I don't keep up with this shit enough um, like, I think he went in to do the deal. Right. But it wasn't, like, right. official yet, right? He didn't sign the the mortgage papers, you know? 
Correct. So now he is he is officially in control of Twitter. So and we're down to thirty kind of followers. <laughs> no, don't take the bots yet, Elon. We need him. Uh, what's his statement on what he's going to be doing for for Twitter in the short term? Like, what's he changing? Free speech. Uh, he's going to fire seventy five percent of the current staff mm-hmm. and mostly in the moderation department. And then, uh, yeah, he so wants Twitter that was already plan. a shit show is going to turn into more of a shit a show. A bigger shit 100%. show. 100%. 100%. It's like that, that website is actually AIDS. Like, I try to stay off of it so often. It's cancer. And uh, the fact that he wants to add on to that uh, is just going to turn into super AIDS. Super AIDS? Yeah. That's Advanced. what he's got. Advanced AIDS. Is that episode <laughs> from Family Guy where <laughs> super AIDS? <laughs> or No, that's the super devil. Sorry. No, super there was a... They nope. accused that of, of what happened to Easy E that they injected him with super AIDS. There was that's, a, that happened. Though. There was a that's South real. Park with the subway guy. And that's what it is. He admitted that he had AIDS, and that's how he lost all the weight from Subway. But it was <laughs> it was like a play on words because like he said AIDS as in like he had help like you know yeah. dietitians and shit, and like everybody took it as like he had full blown AIDS. <laughs> You've got AIDS. You got the AIDS. All right. Um, well, we have. Let, let's get back on topic, which is the news. Dave, you want to throw us some news? Yeah, this is. Um, it's just a fun <laughs> factoid. It's not super newsy, but uh, the United States accounts for the highest percentage of DeFi volume worldwide. Uh, the U.S. accounts for thirty-seven percent of all DeFi activity, followed by thirty-one percent in Western Europe. Um, the other six, uh, the other, what, 30, 22%, what is that? Yeah, 22. That's all LB in Australia, yep. being a nut. 32. Yeah. I was going like, to say India. I feel like India has a large percentage of Jifa. Um, well, I think, I think most of the, the big, um, businesses that are currently involved in crypto are mainly US based. Like the ones that are putting up real money is like. Obviously, uh, Coinbase being a big on-ramp, they're owned by hedge funds. Oh, I saw, speaking of Coinbase, the Sam Bankman-Fried guy from FTX wants to buy Coinbase, which I, I hope, hope not. I hope does not happen. Yeah. He owns no, FTX, right? Yeah. He doesn't have the money to buy Coinbase. Like, Coinbase, yeah, Coinbase has, has be like 10 times right? more money locked up than FTX does. Did y'all see that Meta's uh, tanked like another seventy eight, seven hundred eighty million? Uh, yeah, their stock is now uh, what's sub up with that? 100. Is there a, is that an act? Is like is there a reason for it? Or well, is it just yeah, when you like? when you change your entire brand to metaverse stuff, right <laughs> at the end of the bull market, it doesn't go good for you. Well, it's his metaverse. I mean, Zuckerberg's idea of the metaverse is horrifying. I mean, why in God's green earth? Why would you put his avatar for the metaverse on any branding? I mean, it is disturbing to look because at. Then it's, then it's normal because the models don't blink, so it looks just like him. Zuckerberg, I know you listen it's like to this. When, like when Tom advertisement, MySpace Tom made you like everybody's friend or whatever. You know, he That's... sold that for five hundred million, and now he just takes. Uh, he's just a photographer on Instagram. And if I had five million, five hundred million dollars. You know, I'd be doing nothing either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's living his best life. I mean, that just shows you that you should get out 
uh, at the top, right? Zuckerberg should have just sold and kept moving. But for some send reason, the, those people can never have enough, right? Exactly. I'll send the chart in our oh, group chat there. That looks like the nut gain chart. That is a... Uh, Wait, where is nut gain, speaking of that? It's down a bit. Down also, five, uh, five. Wait, we read um, so a I comment think... on coin market cap that it could be a honeypot. Yeah. Mm, it's going to be tough to go down if nobody can sell it. We're aggressively off topic. That means David's going to win and me uh, for the guessing game if it's a honeypot. As long as they don't rug it before we uh, we get our points. What's our <laughs> What's our Costa Rican brothers out there doing? Uh, yeah, so speaking of big time countries and adoption and stuff, uh, Costa Rica is making a play here to attract uh, more people. Costa Rican lawmakers propose nixing uh, almost all taxes on Bitcoin. The move is to attract foreign investors, financial tech companies, and create jobs for Costa Ricans. Says Costa Rican Congresswoman uh, Johanna Obando. Yeah, I mean, that sounds lovely. Um, The U.S. doesn't have to try and attract people here. It seems like recently they just wanted to push people out. So uh, I guess when you're on top, you can do that kind of stuff. But I think they uh, think they're on them. top, but I don't know if they're on top. Yeah, I mean, I have to, I have to assume that they're blissfully ignorant to what they do to, uh, to the DeFi community with all the shit they do. But um, this would be awesome for other countries to take part in. Honestly, think that taxing yeah. any kind of DeFi stuff is just going to be insanely complicated to an already complicated financial system on the on the first layer, but then adding a second layer of DeFi and trying to uh, take part in taxing that is going to be insane. So, um, yeah, this whole like well, taxable event shit is just, it's out of control. Yeah. When you can move assets around as freely as you can in DeFi, it's just so much different like, than the financial it's, world. It's essentially like, I mean, they treat it sort of like how a stock works, but like in the stock market, you can't swap Coke stock for Pepsi stock directly, exactly. you know? It's a whole different animal. Really uh, is. Other stuff. I think I saw a tidbit that uh, Portugal overtook Italy as like the leading crypto ATM country. Nice. The ATMs here are a fucking joke for Bitcoin. It's like an eleven percent tax. You can do. Um, oh, Spain overtakes El Salvador to become third largest ATM hub. Okay. So mm. all all facts I just said. We're wrong. Spain overtakes El Salvador. Cut that, cut that, for cut the that, bronze. Cut that, cut that. Okay, good, good. No, we're going to keep it. <laughs> we need the minutes. <laughs> um, All right. But, yeah. Back to I'll go to Costa Rica. I don't care. Dude, I'll do it. Isn't it, is it like a, is that a U.S. sovereign like state? Uh, like you can go without a passport? Puerto Rico is. Puerto Rico, that's the one. See, I'm wrong again. My seventh grade geography teacher's probably rolling rolling in their grave. All yeah, right. you have to have a passport to All get right. into Costa Rica. Dear listeners. Don't try it. <laughs> I heard on a very reputable podcast that I don't need a passport to get in here. Uh, back to the U.S. front. Uh, the U.S. GDP, which is gross domestic product, accelerated at 2.6% pace at quarter three. Better than expected. It was growth turns positive. Um, 
so it's uh, people some people are on the fence about this uh some are saying the growth came in large part due to narrowing trade deficits which economists expected and consider to be a one-off occurrence that won't be repeated in future quarters real debbie downer there uh yeah we got uh paul ashworth from the chief the chief north america economist over at capital economics said exports will soon fade and domestic demand is getting crushed under the weight of higher interest rates we expect the economy to enter a mild recession in the first half of next year mild recession what would we call what recession is now what's the adjective uh they changed it it's not a recession well (laughs) it's not a recession because we say under the old recession term, which was about six months ago, uh, we entered a recession in Q th- the start of Q3. So, but you know that was the old definition. We're on the new definition now, which means we're not in a recession. So, it's all confusing. I think that's the point. Um, yeah, but historically, this is this is a recession. So, I don't know what we else we would call it. Yeah, I mean, it smells like a pig. Looks like a pig. It, it's probably sure a cow. For, for, okay. I don't know. We got to keep it meat themed. But you can eat pigs. Most countries. Yeah, I had bacon earlier. God bless you. I you had chicken. Had oh yeah, I had bacon earlier. We got a protein trifecta. We got the beef guy. We have pork. And I had chicken. So we covered all the bases. And what's uh? What do we got here? So, Binance delegates 13.2 million uni tokens for a large stake of voting power. So, is this the first time? Uh, you can explain some of the details of it, but I, I'd like my, my question about this headline would be Is this the first time that Binance has delegated any, delegated any voting uh, um, to any kind of DeFi project? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. I'm going to have to Google it. Um, but they did, we'll talk about this for a second before I get my Googling fingers on, uh, on October 18th, so it's a little last week, they delegated 13.2 million uni tokens from its own books, which represented 5.9% of the voting power, a percentage of tokens delegated to the exchange compared to the total supply of uni, um, Crypto exchange Binance is now the second largest entity by voting power in the Uniswap DAO, sitting just behind the venture capitalist firm Andreessen Horowitz, uh, according to the on-chain list of delegates. So Binance is looking to make a move on the fate, the fate of Uni. That's pretty cool, though. I like seeing that. That's like uh, the kind of small shit that we deal with on a daily basis, but like exacerbate it to a level that it's like the big leagues um that's cool that even even binance can only own five percent voting rights to uh, this humongous dow of uniswap Uh, so that's pretty cool i like that a lot and then i have a this is off the binance.com website and it's slightly newer 1023 cz who's a ceo of binance says binance is massively investing in DeFi. that's cool man yeah, um, fun topic is that actually their business acquisition team um, is looking for builders on Binance's blockchain. So this must be part of the same pool of people. Um, I was supposed to have a meeting with them. Uh, I still may. 
Um, but yeah, they uh, they have representatives out there looking for people that are in DeFi that are looking to build on the BSC chain. Um, and I'm assuming they'll offer funding and stuff like that. But even if it dripple, if it drips down to me, um, you know, obviously in the grand scheme of things, I'm not huge. But uh, the fact that I even have that opportunity is actually really cool, right? Yeah. Uh, I got some numbers here. Yeah. Binance affirmed that the platform has spent a huge amount more than $1 billion USD to invest in quarter of 2022. Whoever writes these articles needs some help. Because <laughs> that was not a full thought. Um, and then they spent $325 million into 67 different projects in October of 2022. And in 2021, they spent $140 million on 73 projects so yeah they're going hard uh d5 yeah they good sure. all right uh speaking of binance uh binance is narrowing down on the possible suspects in the bnb hack so binance is narrowing down on the identity of the attacker who stole 570 million dollars worth of crypto from a cross-chain bridge on october 6th uh cz told cnbc monday this was I don't know when I pulled this article. So I guess it would be this last Monday here. Uh, he said that 90% of the stolen funds were frozen. And the company did a bunch of junk. They're still working with law enforcement to chase the bad actor and working to find them. That doesn't sound like they're close. That sounds like a, a trap. That sounds like a, it sounds like a business statement on um that just sounds like a normal business statement of yeah we're doing stuff to try and catch them um likely they probably don't they probably have a list of suspects uh but it would be very difficult if the person obviously i think that they're more than your average hacker uh probably to some extent is hiding uh, their location and probably went through links to do it uh, so i don't see them necessarily finding them anytime soon unless that that person uh, screws up pretty bad but who knows uh binance is huge and they have their fingers in all kinds of places and you know kicking the hornet's nest uh, let's see what happens uh that's pretty insane just the the, the sheer amount of money uh that was stolen is pretty nuts even 10 percent of that think about that 10 percent of that is still 5.7 million dollars that person walked away with 50 10 percent of that is 57 million that that person still <laughs> Math, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> like it's math, almost Friday. Um, speaking of big moves, big players, uh, Fidelity Investments, who runs uh, a bunch of 401k stuff in the real world, I'll say. Um, <laughs> they are adding a lot of crypto experts to their team. Um, so they probably are in the group of people who know things before people know things because they're not just going to go hire a bunch of crypto people right. for no good reason. Uh, they did a survey of in institutional investors and say that that survey showed that 74% of their clients who responded to the survey plan to buy crypto in the future. So let's see uh, where that leads. It's a lot of people. Another hot topic. I use Fidelity for my traditional stock stuff. Do you trade your own, or do you just like give it to them to 
the player uh, I was I was in a 401k operated by Fidelity, but I sold that uh, when I quit my job, so which I got out at a great time. Uh, but no, I operate my own stock trades now. <clears throat> Atta boy. So you can buy all those hot NFT No, it's so I can stocks. lose all my money. So I can just lose money faster and can't blame anybody but myself. Just put it in Coca-Cola, man. Like, if you don't know what to do with your... This is not financial advice. But if you don't know what to do <laughs> with your investments... Put Coca-Cola? It in Coca-Cola, dude. Interesting. That's twice I'm you go mentioned Coca-Cola. I like them. I like them better than Pepsi. I'm starting to wonder where the fuck your head's at, man. Are they still operating those uh, guerrilla groups in South America? I don't know about the politics. You think (laughs) they had a full-scale research attempt at a Coca-Cola? Soda. (laughs) Well, they they were running uh, guerrilla militia groups in South America at one point. All right, so at the end of the the crypto bull market... (laughs) The Coca-Cola price was fifty-eight seventy-eight, and it is currently parked at fifty-nine fifty-three. So everything else is bleeding, and Coca-Cola is just like printing soda money. Uh, so so damn much money. And then you know, if the nuclear war happens, everyone's gonna use bottle caps as you know finance money. That's a fallout. It's a fallout reference. reference. Aha! Right. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Um, no wonder their socks great. And they pay dividends, so I mean, it's we like, can't lose. Now that I've I've said that, like it's gonna go to zero tomorrow. <laughs> After all our listeners pour going FOMO going into Coke right now, <laughs> they FOMO and into Coke. Um, yeah, I like Coke. Not financial advice. Twitter will allow users to buy and sell NFTs through tweets. I'm just reading through the the news. Uh, that's pretty interesting. I wonder if they're going to charge 30% like Apple. I doubt it. Now that Musk is in control, he's he likes a furry market. So I found uh, I found a new little news article that's pretty cool um, via Crypto Slate. It says, Financial Web 3 project user base declines. Blockchain gaming has five times the user retention versus Web 2. According to on-chain data compiled by Cluster, the majority of Web3 projects saw a decline in year-over-year user growth, yet Web3 Gaming rec- records better records better user retention than the average Web2 games. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. And guess what one of the best blockchains to develop gaming is? Austin, is it AVAX? Is it, it is AVAX? I've got a, I can carry on with that story, actually, because today AVAX acquired a new partner in GameFi. And that is Gree, uh, the Japanese gaming giant, is going all in on Web3 with Avalanche. Um, in this new partnership, Gree Games is accelerating the growth of Web3 gaming through ecosystem investment, subnet development, and validating the network. So if, for those of you that are unfamiliar, Gree is a gaming studio that owns some of the rights to Nardo Games, the anime. Uh, it owns some of the rights to One Punch Man Games. And a host of other anime titles that they make video games for. Uh, and I want to give a shout out to our new teammate, Steve, Steve. the mod father. Yeah. Steve! Uh, he sent me that article earlier today uh, because he knows I am a gigantic weeb and I love anime. He's already sure. putting the hours in. You gotta love it. Gotta fucking yeah, love it. That's man. actually really cool. And I'm happy that they're adopting 
um, AVAX, like you got to think. So subnets realistically could be uh, every game having its own economy on a subnet, right? And it all exactly it all trickles back to you know, it's just really, it's just really fucking cool, man. Like you can own your own shit. Like there's this, you play a roguelike game um, where you get all these, uh, or like a, a looter shooter, like Destiny, for instance. Um, Love Destiny. You get, these, you get these, you get these really rare items, and they actually have financial value. You own that asset, and it's so cool. Like games would be able to sell for more if you, if you get my drift. Like if a game is sitting here offering super rare assets that people that are playing can normally interact with. Um, and they're useful, um, even not even being paid to win, even skins, even collectors of skins. And you know that if you if it's a hundred dollars to play the game, it's fun. And you know you have a chance of making that back via in-game assets that you own. Uh, to me, the price tag could be more for for higher end games. So for me, gaming uh, going over to blockchain is super cool. Uh, I'm extremely interested, and uh, I think that it will. Uh, you'll start seeing a pivot in how we describe DeFi, right? Like it's not just going to be about uh, Web3 financial tools. It's going to be about, oh, there's these games. Um, and a lot of these projects that are building like Frozen Wars and stuff that are building these treasuries, building games are fucking massive. It's hard, but like it's it would be really difficult. cool. It would be really cool to link up with game studios and produce content um, that you know that users would benefit from. And um, not just like these small little point and click games, uh, but you know, really interesting, full-fledged games, um, and we could fund indie developers. Uh, you know, and and that gives them it, it's easier access than the current publishing status that it is making games right now. So, I don't know. I think it's just a really cool, interesting um, thing that we're seeing with this, obviously uh, being that five times more retention because incentives talk. That's what I always say. Um, and incentives in gaming with Web three. Is so much higher than Web Two, or just like your normal, you know, game that you would purchase off Steam, right? Right. Uh, there's like just once the incentives it. are something that you can possibly sell to exactly. another player, like it's a game over. Yep, it's, it's fun, it's cool, and it's uh, and hopefully it, it, Avalanche keeps pushing to make it theirs. You know, to yeah. expand on that a little bit, I mentioned a couple of those IPs. Um, I didn't realize this, but. Along with Naruto, they also have Square Enix, Sega, Final Fantasy, Konami, and Bandai Namco. That's um, huge. They mainly publish their mobile games that have reached millions of downloads. Um, they also have 30 million plus active users across its titles. And their first Web3 game next year with technical, business, and ecosystem support from AVAX. So, cool. that's a big get, man. That's, that's, that's huge for AVAX. Yeah, people keep asking, is AVAX going to be here next year? Fuck you. AVAX will be here. AVAX KDA. will be there. <clears throat> KDA. <AVAX. laughs> what was that? KDA. AVAX and KDA, baby. All right. Well, let's keep it macro. What do you think Jordan Powell, Jerome Powell, thinks about AVAX and subnets and gaming and uh, subnets? I assume Jerome Powell, similar to me and Austin's mother, uh, think all chains such as avax ethereum etc are all bitcoins if i had to imagine what jerome powell thought of avax in particular well that's I'm just a bitcoin this dude looks like he hates himself i bet he plays madden <laughs> what a loser i mean i said Stop it in the, the rate hikes. i said it in the war show uh you know once madden 
turns that ultimate team format into NFTs and stuff, it's it's gonna get wild. And whatever chain they put their NFTs on, like there's so many degenerates. Like you think the degenerates are bad in DeFi, like these Madden degenerates and the oh, FIFA, awful. the FIFA Ultimate Team degenerates spend so much money, dude, on on cards. Uh, I've got fake. a friend that pay that takes off work on release dates for FIFA and Madden. I you mean, they're it. obsessed with it. They're, yeah, the, I mean, they're obsessed with it. The people are so sweaty. Like, if you want to be competitive, you have to, you have to be in it at least like two hours a day. And I, like, I just don't have the time commitment for that anymore. But Jay Powell, he's got the time. He he's, does, he's and running, he's also under pressure. He's running post routes for sure. <laughs> He is now under pressure because Senate uh, Democrats are writing to him to stop the rate hikes. Uh, potential job losses brought about by monetary over-tightening will only worsen these matters for the working class. So I feel like talking to him and telling him what you need is like punching a bee's nest. Like, oh, 100%. It's just going to like, he's going to do the opposite just to piss you off. Well, it's not his job. You know, yeah. his job is to keep inflation down. It's not to worry about jobs or housing or anything. it's not his job. So he has to detach himself from shit like that. I think he does a pretty good job of that. He does, he a, does great a great job. job. Golly, yeah. he is. I wish he he's did. a heartless motherfucker. He's got ice in his veins. I know, like every article you read, it's like, I don't care if there's a recession. I only care about the dollar. I don't care about jobs. <laughs> like I only care about the dollar. Oh, it's <laughs> brutal. The original gangster. The OG. Oh, man. All right. I mean, that's all I had for news and stuff. Do you guys have anything else? I think that's all I've got. Austin? Dead air. Austin? With the dead air. Comes in. No, I'm, uh... I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) That was the Uh, worst tone I've ever heard somebody say I'm good at. Oh, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Are you good? Had had y'all guessing though, y'all are like, what's he got? Oh, you had something. We're gonna have to call the ambulance. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, be sure to come back next week. We have another DeFi show coming. We have another macro show where we might just go into DeFi shit anyway. Uh, you can send show ideas and special guest ideas to wlrsradioinfo at gmail dot com. Or if you're special enough to be a special guest yourself, if you feel that you're special, you can just send an email yourself. Um, you don't need a, a chaperone to do it for you. Uh, and if you'd like to purchase ad space or sponsor a show, send inquiries to wlrsradioinfo at gmail.com. Uh, thank you, everybody, and good night. Good night, Bye, guys. Thank you.